chat, converse, rant, rave, whatever you call it. Do it on the talk shop, only on SAFM. Hey, good evening to you. Welcome to the talk shop here on SAFM, South Africa's news and information leader. My name is Naledi Mulo. I'm with you till 9 o'clock. This is what we'll get up to in the time that we have together. Of course, it's Women's Month, so a great focus of any discussion that will take place this this month um, will be about women. Tonight, though, we're talking women in South African astronomy. Um, so we're going to have a tribute to South African women for their contribution to the advancement of astronomy in our country. But how much do we know about women in the field of astronomy? Feel free to give me a call on that discussion, 0891-104207, or send your SMSs to the number 34701. I'll chat to Dr. Steve Crawford of the South African Astronomical Observatory. Um, after that, I'll chat to two very stylish young men, Theo Ngobeni and Zanos Teto. They'll be in studio chatting to us about the Good Sir campaign that calls for the return of the South African gentleman. Very interesting discussion that'll be. Um, they say that um, being a gentleman has become cool again in South Africa. Well, we certainly hope so. 34701 to send your SMSs. At 8 o'clock, a very important discussion that we've been meaning to have um, on the talk shop for a few weeks now, medical aid fraud. Um, I'll chat to Dr. Celine Sapo, who's Deputy Chairman of the Board of Healthcare Funders Forensic Management Unit. We'll talk about um, healthcare uh, provider fraud along with waste and abuse, how much it's costing us, what it means for uh, you as a beneficiary, and what measures should be put in place to police and restrict um, such wastage and abuse. 34701 to send me your SMSs. All that and more coming up as we go on with the talk shop. So our first discussion for the evening, women in South African astronomy. I'm joined on the line by Dr. Steve Crawford of the South African Astronomical Observatory. Doctor, good evening. Welcome to the talk shop. Uh, Thank you very much. Thank you for having me on. Very good to have you. I think... um, you know, one of the questions I asked as we started was, how much do we know about women in the field of astronomy? I don't think I've ever heard a discussion about women in astronomy in South Africa. Is that something that we're not looking at enough? Well, I think um, it's something that's actually grown very rapidly, especially mm. over the, the last 10 years, um, and that the community and the number of women who are now working in astronomy uh, has really taken off. Mm. Well, that's something quite surprising. We didn't expect to hear that. Um, what is the rip? I mean, are you able to give us maybe data as to how many women are playing a real role in the world of astronomy in South Africa specifically? Well, without a doubt, I mean, some of the leading people in the community are women mm. um, right now. The leader of the Astronomy Research Council, which is overseeing uh, the uh, um, most of the, the research project is uh, uh, Professor Rene Kron-Kortzig. Hmm. Um, and for a long time, uh, the probably one of the leading astronomers in South Africa has been Dr. Patricia Whitelock, who is at the South African Astronomical Observatory, who was the first woman to be the president of the South African Institute for Physics. Hmm. Um, but when I first started in South Africa, there's only, and that was about nine years ago, there's only about 60 PhD astronomers in the country. Hmm. Um, nowadays, I've just been compiling a list of all the, the women who are at all levels, uh, either who are uh, PhD astronomers or currently uh, students and um, 
uh, trying to obtain their PhDs, and I've, I have actually a list of over 60 women who are actually um, at some of the different levels in astronomy currently in South mm. Africa. Mm. Well, you know, I'm glad you've mentioned women that are in leadership positions in astronomy. You talk about um, women that are already studying. Uh, but maybe we should also talk about women that should be entering um, the the astronomy space. I mean, the idea of young girls in high school already considering a career in astronomy perhaps is something that we should focus on. How do we create that that awareness? Is there an interest in and culturally? I mean, South Africans are not. You go back to any black family, especially my own. Um, astronomy is not really a great part of you know the dinner table discussion. So, is there understanding? Is there an understanding of what role astronomy actually can play? Um, in, in the way that South Africa is seen across the world and the contribution that we make uh, globally. We'll talk about all of that when we return. Send your SMSs to the number 34701 or give me a call on 0891-104-207. Again, that number is 0891-104-207. Hi, I'm Kevin. And I'm Marie. The thing that really matters to us is planning for our future. Yes. Like living at the coast. But without risking what we've worked so hard for. It's all we have, since we'll both be retiring this year. Exactly. That's why we chose the Nedbank 12-month fixed deposit. With a great interest rate of up to 7.25%, our capital is guaranteed to grow. You too can make the things that really matter happen by investing in a Nedbank 12-month fixed deposit. Get a great rate of up to 7.25% per annum. Visit any net bank or call 0860-555-111. We are an authorized financial services and registered credit provider. Terms and conditions apply. Make things happen. NetBank. My child has been lost, taken from me at such a huge cost. Her babies lie here abandoned from her breast as we lay her body eternally to rest. I look at the children's future. There's work to do and I'm not too old. My words of love, talk and play will be their freedom someday. Love, play, talk. My child is a somebody. Visit mychildsa.mobi. As a build-up to the prestigious South African of the Year Awards, the I Am South African show airs Mondays to Fridays on ANN7, profiling South African leading artists, entrepreneurs, philanthropists and athletes as they share their unique stories uh, with Maps Mabonyani, South African of the Year only on ANN7. Show's so good, we won't blame you if you can't pick a favourite. SAFM, South Africa's news and information leader. You're still on the talk shop. My name is Naledi Moleo. If you'd like to tweet me, the handle is at Naledi Moleo. Also tweet at SAFM Radio. We're talking women um, in South African astronomy. Uh, chatting to Dr. Steve Crawford of the South African Astronomical Observatory. If you have any questions for him, give him a call on 0891-104-207. Dr. Crawford, just before I went into the break there, I made, you know, quite a few points. And I I said that one of the things that perhaps we need to look at is is whether or not there's enough work being done in encouraging um, the youngest ones to, to, to strive for a career in astronomy, especially the women. I think it's always the boys that, that, that you know, start off with, I want to be in space. But is that something that girls are striving for, and how do we encourage them to do that? Um, I think that's a great question. There is a lot of, um, you can see the transformation in the years with the, the current incoming classes of students, where we do actually have a greater number of women, and especially uh, black South African women, mm. who are um, 
participating and training to become PhD astronomers. Um, but it is actually a very difficult thing to introduce that at a young age um, and at all levels. Uh, we definitely have at SAO a number of school programs and activities where we do actually try and actually engage with uh, young learners to really encourage them because uh, I think no matter who you are, uh, exploring our universe is actually a, a very exciting thing mm. and hopefully it is uh, um, for our young students in South Africa. Yeah, but you talk about it being a challenge and I want to maybe look at the factors that um, lead to to encouraging young women or even boys actually because now you're mentioning that there are more women coming into the industry um, at entry level but what is what are the challenges in encouraging young people to look at astronomy as a career is it perhaps those cultural factors that I mentioned earlier this you know real misunderstanding of what goes on beyond our planet I think one uh, aspect of it is that people don't realize actually what you can do with an astronomy degree and the reality is is that you can actually do just about anything. Uh, the training that you get from an astronomy degree includes a very good, not only very good mathematical and physical understanding of the universe, computer skills, but also in addition to that, uh, very good problem-solving skills and communication skills as well. Mm. Um, so many of the students actually don't continue on into astronomy as a research career, but they'll actually go into other fields. Um, they might join uh, startups in technology fields or go into uh, financial um, businesses as well. Hmm. Um, so there is actually a large range of opportunities that you can actually continue on because of the, the wide range of skills given hmm. by a astronomy degree. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad you mentioned the different careers because the next thing I was going to ask you was to attract a young person, um, you need to give them some kind of a certainty that there's going to be growth within that career, and I think that's something you've you've looked at. Um, but it's it's Women's Month, and there's a sense that we're going to talk about women in astronomy simply because it's August. Um, but what's the real value that women add to the industry? Well, I think it's always great. I mean, astronomy has traditionally been a male-dominated field, um, and I think there is different perspectives. Um, that are brought by a diversity of, of people who do actually come into it. Mm. Um, so it's not only uh, just women, but women of different backgrounds and, and different um, cultural upbringing um, that can bring a new perspective onto our thinking about, about different things. Mm. Yeah, maybe talk to us about um, the value that young astronomers actually add to the project as well, this idea that... Um, you know, they're called millennials and afrolineals. Someone else called them afrolineals. This new era of thinking entering the astronomy space and what it is that they offer. Well, that's a that's a great question, and I think um, a big thing is the energy uh, that they bring into it. Um, you look at projects uh, like the Southern African Large Telescope or the Square, the South African Square Kilometer Array project, mm. um, which are these. Uh, very large um, international leading projects, projects. Um, and it's really being driven by energy being brought in by young people with um, new ideas and not only with um, how the project should be um, run, but what new science that you can actually do with the um, telescopes as well. Yeah. Well, I know that this weekend you'll be uh, hosting a talk uh, focusing specifically on the wide range of astronomical research that are being led by uh, women in and from South Africa. 
What are some of the, the, the highlights perhaps we, for those that won't be able to attend, maybe take us through some of the work that is being done by women within the, the, the industry? <laughs> well, I, I, I already, uh, um, or in the middle of putting together actually a very long talk, uh, <laughs> because there is a lot of stuff which is going on. That's good. Um, it ranges from everything, um, from working with Pluto out to, uh, things at the largest scale of the, um, the universe. Hmm. Um, some of the stuff to, to kind of highlight um, with uh, um, some of the more uh, recent observations, um, at least with, say, uh, that have been being carried out with the Southern Afghan Large Telescope, um, are observations, for example, of, of different types of stars which are actually um, undergoing, uh, which are actually varying very, very rapidly. Um, and they're either in binary systems where the, the stars are actually transform, transferring mass between the two of them, and this is things, and, and once that transfer occurs, the star will actually usually go through an explosion on the surface of the star. Mm. Um, uh, scientists like, uh, Dr. Marissa Coste and PhD students, students like, um, Mokini Moletu, uh, are carrying out these types of research looking at binary objects. Um, when we go out to the, the higher universe, um, uh, people uh, like Dr. Sarah Blythe at UCT are leading projects with the Meerkat, which is a precursor to the Square Kilometer Array, to mm. map out um, a very large portion of our universe um, by looking at the strength of hydrogen emission from different galaxies. Um, and then you also have researchers, um, South Africans, who are now actually um, at Institutes all around the world, like Rene Holchek, who is actually studying um, different possible particles that could actually explain things like dark energy and dark matter. Hmm. And so, you uh, there's actually a very wide range of uh, different topics which um, uh, South African women are actually contributing to. Yeah. Um, both here in South Africa and to the international astronomical community. Mm. Why was it important for you to hold this talk, though, this coming Saturday? Is it just because of um, Women's Month? Is there perhaps something that South Africans are overlooking when it comes to the work that is being done by women in, in astronomy? I think the timing is, is very good with, in terms of um, being at the same time as uh, National Women's Day. Um, and I was actually um, very... Uh, honored to be asked to actually uh, give the talk because it gives me a chance to, to uh, celebrate and uh, 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 and really highlight the amazing work being done by a lot of um, women who I've actually looked up to and been mentored by in the last few years, as well as the young students who are coming along and are doing just amazing work. Mm. Obviously, challenges that are being faced by um, the younger students that are coming in, and this is regardless of what um, industry it is you want to enter. The challenges will always be access to funds so that these students are able to uh, study in, in a tertiary institution of their choice. Uh, have there been initiatives within the industry to, tie, to try and you know, bridge those gaps for those young people that want to enter the space? And what are those, the, those, those initiatives? There has been a lot of initiatives, um, especially by the National Research Foundation, mm. um, to support different programs to give people an opportunity to, to as you say, bridge that gap. Um, actually, and actually, uh, the, one of the person I mentioned earlier, uh, Dr. Patricia Whitelock, was one of the, the founders of a program called the National Astronomy and Space Science Program. It's a honors and master's level year to give students who are coming from all different backgrounds 
so whether or not they have studied astro- astronomy previously, a chance to actually come in, get caught up on the astronomy courses, and then be able to proceed on to a PhD in astronomy. Um, that program has probably been one of our more uh, successful programs mm. um, for bringing in people into astronomy. But as, as you say, one always a big problem facing uh, students is the amount of funding which is available. Um, and fortunately enough, there has been opportunities with uh, the Square Kilometer Array program, uh, bursary program in the National Research Foundation, which has given a lot of uh, support to students. But um, because it is a very difficult, uh, or it, it, I don't want to say difficult, I want to say challenging uh, uh, coursework and yeah. material that students can always actually use more support. Um, so they do actually face a lot of uh, difficulties and challenges, and I'm always uh, very impressed by the students who are able to to overcome that adversity. Mm. Now, definitely, I, I want you to share um, a success story with us. I'm, I'm a sucker for success stories. If you have maybe a story of a young woman who perhaps was able to access all of those opportunities and is doing brilliant work um, right now. In the meantime, though, um, let's hear from Dabucho in Klagstop. Dabucho, good evening. Thanks for calling. Hello, how are you? Yes, thank you for calling. I'm well, Abuti. How are you? Okay, I'm fine. Um, I just want to ask if I've now completed my studies in astronomy, where do I go in terms of finding finding the job? Have you done that, Dabucho? No, like I'm just asking okay. if I want to do Yes. Okay, that's a very good question. Uh, Dr. Crawford? Get that correctly. That once the um, once completing a degree, mm. how to go about getting a job. Mm. Um, typically, if it's a job in astronomy, um, the uh, the process is to go through and, and up until your your PhD, um, and then at that point there will be um, usually it's through contacts and advertisements for different jobs. For um, if you're still um, carrying out your up to your bachelor's, um, there usually opportunities which are advertised on, for example, uh, the website for the South African Astronomical Observatory, or for the um, uh, South African Square Kilometer Array Group, uh, which do advertise job opportunities in astronomy. Mm. Right. Um, so, no, go it, on. Go on. Uh, I was just going to say one thing we, we we probably have to work more on is. Uh, um, integrating with the private sector um, to be able to uh, provide more information about job, possible job opportunities uh, that are available, that would be available in the private sector. Um, and that's uh, something to, to further work on, I think. Yeah. Um, let me open up the lines. If you have any questions for Dr. Steve Crawford, uh, give us a call on 0891 We're talking women in South African astronomy. That number again, 891 104207. You talk, we listen. Talkbacks on SAFM, South Africa's news and information leader. It's 25 past 7. You're still on the talk shop with myself, my lady Moleo, here on SAFM. Send your SMSs to the number 34701. Your SMSs are charged at 2 Rand. Or give me a call. The number is 0891. 104207. I'm also on Twitter at Moleo and Moleo is spelled M-O-L-E-O. Um, take part in our discussion. We're talking women in astronomy with Dr. Steve Crawford of the South African Astronomical Observatory. Dr. Crawford, before we went into that break, I mentioned perhaps um, 
you know, that you give us a, a success story, a young woman that has been able to make use of the opportunities that are available and is, is really playing a significant role in astronomy in the country? Um, that's a good question because it's it's I'm I'm thinking of too many uh, uh, several different people as as well as mm. um, the one uh, who has recently jumped into my mind um, is I think I mentioned her was Dr. Renee Holchek mm. who um, she actually did her uh, NASP it re- went to this National Astronomy and Space Science Program um, from there uh, went to the UK to study um, and then after her PhD took a prestigious postdoctoral position at Princeton University, um, and now has just actually taken on a faculty position at the University of Toronto. Um, so although she's no longer in uh, the, uh, in South Africa, mm. um, she is now pretty much at the top of her field in the world um, and uh, was a, a very um, highly sought-after uh, ast- uh, candidate um, uh, in terms of... Um, of uh, being at the top of her field. Mm. Um, okay, so <laughs> you yeah, gave me so, one. You said you have several. You gave me yeah, one. Yeah, and so, um, <laughs> yeah, it, 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 there's a, uh, yeah, if you want several several more, I can... Uh, no, well, uh, let's, let's do this. Um, tell me about the talk that you're holding on Saturday. Um, is it open to the public? If so, yeah. how do we get there? What are the details? So the talk on Saturday, it's at um, uh, 8 o'clock p.m. It's at the South African Astronomical Observatory, an observatory in Cape Town. Mm. It is open to the public. Um, it'll be about a 45-minute talk. Uh, and I'm just actually going to go through and highlight a lot of the different um, science uh, which are which is being led by women in South African astronomy uh, and kind of go through the full range of, of of different uh, research areas. Um, the after the talk um, at, at SAO, the um, if the night is clear, there'll also be public viewing with the McLean telescope, which is on on the grounds as well as additional telescopes around. Yeah. Um, and so it's actually a great opportunity. The um, the talk and the observations are free and completely open to the public. Um, and hopefully will be a, uh, uh, a good evening for uh, nighttime viewing as well. Yeah, but, but who's going to benefit from attending the talk? Just so we know, who really should be there in observatory? I think uh, anyone who is interested in astronomy mm-hmm. and would definitely benefit from the talk. It'll be at a, an appropriate, uh, I mean, appropriate level for um school children, uh, adults, and uh, people who are generally interested in astronomy. Mm. Okay, well, it's been a pleasure chatting to you, uh, Dr. Crawford. One last question, and you know I'm going to ask this one. Um, when are we going to see a South African woman in space? I mean, is that something that we can look forward to in the next 365 days, possibly? Uh, well, I don't know about the next year, <laughs> um, but I think uh, it'll probably be a uh, um, especially with all the different programs which are now going on um, uh, and and different uh, private initiatives, um, I don't think it will be too far before we see a South African woman in space. All right, Dr. Steve Crawford, it's been an absolute pleasure chatting to you. Give us a website so that we're able to get the details of your talk on Saturday, perhaps if we missed um, the details that you did give us earlier. 
Uh, yes, uh, you can check out the website for the South African Astronomical Observatory, which is www.saao.ac.za, and there's a link right there on the front page to the uh, open night, um, and that has all the details of the talk, including directions to the observatory. Um, I'm also at, on Twitter at Astro Crawford, and happy to answer anyone's questions uh, about astronomy. Okay, Astro Crawford on Twitter, uh, Dr. Steve Crawford of the South African Astronomical Observatory. Such a pleasure chatting to you.